Hi, and welcome to Money Files. I'm Keena Newell from Wealth Over Now. I work every day with professional women and solopreneurs to help them get out of financial overwhelm and shame so they can experience more flexibility and ease with their finances. Are you ready to gain confidence and learn to manage your finances intentionally? Tune in and grab financial tips that will help you master the way you think about and manage your finances. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Money Files. Today, I am joined by my client, Lara. I feel like I'm not, you know, I'm not sure if my Dominican accent is appropriate right now. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead cool. and allow you to introduce yourself. Yeah. Tell the people who you are. Well, my name is Laira. <laughs> See, like I, I said, you. you're almost there. You got this, Kimi. <laughs> You got this. It's, it's, it's the role of the art. Like, and I got friends who actually call me like, just for fun. Cause anyway, I'm going to go around. I'm going to start practicing it that way. Light up Marte. And I'm a bizarre photographer based in New York city. I'm Dominican. Like Kiva said, percent. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm excited to be here and talk about Anything that Kina wants to talk about, I support her and I love her. So let's get it. <laughs> You're too cute. I'm excited. I feel like there are so many ways that I can take our conversation, but let's start with, yeah, what made you reach out for financial coaching? So pretty good question. I was, I was ready. I can tell you that because I've been slowly. So it's not like about accepting. I feel like that I didn't know anything about finances, you know, it's hard to admit something like that, especially as an adult. And if you're running a business and just trying to figure things out, you think you could do it on your own. So I thought I could do it on my own. And I felt that I was achieving things, but I, I wasn't achieving it at the pace that I know I could be doing, especially with my potential. Right. I can see that. Like, I know what I want to do, but something was keeping me stuck. And um, I bumped into one of your webinars or something. You were in, in a show at webinar. And I, I'm part of that community and I'm like, who is this woman who looks like me, who talks so beautiful and is so succinct, like the way you explain everything. Like I got out of that webinar with, or like that workshop with a lot of nuggets and like I, I was able to apply them right away. And so I started just binging on anything that you created and was stalking you on social media and joined your Facebook group and like everything Kina signed up for your newsletter. And then I just like, this is happening for a reason. Like I just like reach out. She's asking, Hey, do you need support? Get on the phone with me. I'm like, this is a whole conversation investing. I know this is going to be an investment. I don't know if I'm there. I'm, I'm afraid to spend this money on myself. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't even connecting that that was it. I just, I rather spend that on like what I usually do. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. I'll figure it out on my own. And I don't know. There was a voice saying no. Or maybe it was you. <laughs> I don't know. because I can't. It's like you knew what I was thinking. And every email was like walking me through the steps. I don't know how you did it, but I love you. <laughs> and I signed up and then we got on the call and I'm like, yes. Tell me, because this is, we actually at the end of one of our coaching calls, you and I were talking about self-worth and you've done a lot of work in the last year prior to even working with me. And we've, we've had conversations about self-love, especially mm-hmm. because you're a boudoir photographer, right? Like that's what you do for women is allow them to like love themselves. So you were talking about that work that you've done, but then we were also talking about how your finances, like being a part of self-worth and being able to invest in yourself. So when you think about 
I feel like I said a lot and took the essence out of the question that I no, had. No, no, no. <laughs> I want you to continue because I remember us talking about it and I don't remember exactly what I said as, as you're talking, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. but we were, we were just talking about like the power of investing in yourself, right? Because mm-hmm. I think that at the end of the day, like it's like, do I want to make this invested in myself? And what does this actually mean? And you were talking, you, you started talking about like, I'm worthy of this because I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of fear. I know that there's a lot of fear when it comes to managing your finances, then there's thoughts about like, okay, I'm ready to pay this woman who I don't know. I found her on the internet. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm going to pay her money. But like, what if this doesn't work? Mm -hmm. For me, it's like, what if I start the work, but like I stop it. And even though I have a coach, it's like, "Ah, I'll do the homework later, which I'm not going to lie. It's, it happens, but the way you're on me is like, no, she's going to check on me. Like, I need to make sure I'm doing this. Like I actually invested. What am I doing? You know, but um, <laughs> that, was, that was a fear, like literally like not putting in the work. And mm-hmm. because of the most incredible, I mean, 2020 has been 2020 for a minute, but it's been a blessing in disguise for me because I've been able to sit still and I've been able to see my surroundings and like all the possibilities around me and because of me sitting still I started and like seeing things and just things started coming to me in a way where like people in, in in ways of like coaching like so I did a lot of coaching I've been working with a coach since the pandemic started and so it was all about self-worth and self-love and 2021 was like a pivotal year for me because that's when I invested for the first time in a while on myself that way Mm-hmm. I invested money to work with a coach that's going to guide me through finding my inner feminine and all these beautiful things. Miss me. Oh, she's amazing. Let's drop a little name, name drop, name drop. But um, she investing in, in that experience. And then I invested some more. And it, every time I invested, it kept getting like the, the number kept getting bigger. Right. But I, I don't even I wasn't even looking at the number. I was looking at my worthiness in investing this money like why would I spend this like I get to spend this invest this money on myself or this experience I wasn't even looking at the money I was looking at the there's a a calling that's telling me you get to experience this and right now is the perfect time because there's no outside things that you have to do or like people are expecting you to do and then that also hit me it's like I don't have to do anything other people expect me to do I gotta do what's best for me and what helps me grow and so leading to you it just felt even stronger like a big like it got louder like that voice was like oh my god like look at all the beautiful things you're doing for Lyra thank you for doing this for like thank you Lyra thank you for hearing me you're not like my higher power was like oh my god I'm doing a happy dance you're taking care of you for once I'm I'm always making sure everybody else is okay and I'm depleted. So it's like, now I'm filling that cup. I've been more coachable because of it too. Cause I'm like, just allowing for the blessings to come my way. But um, it's definitely a self-worth conversation, not on money. Cause let's say this thing that I want, like a Louis Vuitton bag, $2,000 for the bag. I don't have a problem spending $2,000 on that, right? I, I actually do because I don't care for <laughs> but let's say I, I, I understand you know example. what I mean like right so like but I rather but like there's a I don't know like I just this this investment here it was like I, re- I really rather buy the bag so it's not a money problem even when a client is talking with me I'm like I know it's not the, the amount of money that is throwing you off is that you don't see the worth on it or you don't think you're worthy to invest that much money on you you rather spend it on the, what you already know is supposed to be that price mm. mm-hmm. so it's like you're of course it's two thousand dollars it's Louis Vuitton so wait so so like Lyra doesn't 
she's not worth two thousand dollars. Is that what you're saying? Like mm-hmm. we devalue ourselves and we choose that way. Like sit down and what do you need? What are you getting out of the bag? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. No, not, you not do know. People I... off, like with people who love to buy bags, go buy your bag or like flaunt it. You got it. But like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like just also sit with the okay. How 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 else am I nourishing myself? Mm-hmm. It's not just about showing up the bag. The mm-hmm. world doesn't care if you've got a Louis Vuitton bag. Have it because you could buy it, but like, how, what else are you doing for you? You can also have like the a both and. Right, right, right. Exactly. So like, I like doing other things. What I wrote down <laughs> was self-care, right? Because I think investing in yourself is a form of self-care. And mm-hmm. typically, I think when we think of self-care, it can be like a manicure, pedicure, massage, but we may not be thinking about like, how is investing in ourselves in a way that's going to be inner work. And so I think that's where we come into like the coaching realm or therapy Mm -hmm. and those spaces where like, you're going to be shifting mindsets. You're going to be shifting your view of self, your belief in self, building trust, building awareness, creating like safety, all of these different things that can be captured in a coaching container. But because like you were giving the example of a purse, right? Like society around us is like, oh, this is like really great quality for $2,000 or $3,000. You should have this like materialistic thing. And, and I, it's this, this is not a debate on like the materialistic no. thing or not, but it's also being able to see the value in what are like intangibles, but they have compound results in your life. And then like also like setting that intention. So like I go do my nails, but like that's a habitual it could become a very habitual thing like I do mm-hmm. my I go get a haircut it's like okay in two weeks I gotta go back to my barber and like make sure this fitzy cut looks dope you know like mm-hmm. but it's like that's that's not what it is it's like you're taking time to take care of you to feel empowered because your hair looks really nice today after that mm-hmm. or your nails look banging you know like you just took like 30 minutes for yourself for somebody else to do something for you like that's what that is I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go off somewhere else, but it's like, so the brands, they sell themselves very well. Mm-hmm. How are we selling ourselves to ourselves? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like we don't, we don't sit down to write down what our thing is. That's so freaking valuable and amazing mm-hmm. that we, that it's okay for me to spend $40 on this and $50 on that, just because I want someone else to pamper me real quick, get the massage. Cause my brand says so mm-hmm. and it's, it's like, my bank account gets it too. And my business gets it too. And I work for it and I can do them. Mm-hmm. It's expected. Like it's expected of me to go and spend money on this flight or spend money at Macy's or Bloomingdale's. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. Now I recorded a podcast a couple episodes ago and was talking about like choosing your thoughts about money. And I would say for anyone listening, an exercise for you, especially when you're looking, maybe you're looking to invest in financial coaching or even mm-hmm. another type of coach But I think the thing that's coming up for me in this conversation is thinking about like, what results is that going to create for you in your life? Right. And being able to, like you were saying, like sell yourself on those results. Like what's the value of those results for you? And it's really about this ownership. I've talked about it with clients. I've talked about it on the podcast as well, but like I spend a lot of money on coaching and it's because I want access to my coach's thoughts. Mm-hmm. I know that access to my coach's thoughts is going to ultimately empower me in new ways and, and get me to show up not only in my business, but also in my personal life, because there's new things that I'm like believing about myself. Mm-hmm. And outside of college, I don't think we really invest in ourselves because college was like the last big ticket item, I guess you could say, right? That people are like, oh yeah, by the way, there's this thing 
And then after college, it's like, okay, well now how are you like investing in yourself in a way that feels fulfilling and allows you to elevate in whatever season of life you're in? Yeah, we're not, we're also not taught to do that because there's people that have been doing working with mentors and like, the way I used to see it before and working with a mentor, I have to be a millionaire because mm. I'm sure that mentors cost a lot of money mm-hmm. as opposed to like, I can just, because I've been a mentor to a whole bunch of people, you can just mm-hmm. call someone and they'll, and if they're in a place where you want to learn something and they're willing to support, like don't do it. Or if you want to go deeper and really like dive in, then if they're charging, you pay <laughs> and then you mm-hmm. work with a mentor and learn the thing that you want to learn. Mm-hmm. I wasn't exposed to that until I started my own business. And, and the way that I started, it was through a network marketing company. And so they offer those things. And that's when I'm like, oh, this is accessible to me. Got it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know. It's that part too, like not being aware. So awareness and like that there's ways to shift your mindset. Not every, I didn't have access to it. I'm not saying everybody right mm-hmm. but I know I didn't and there's a lot of me out there oh yeah that is not that they're not willing is that they just don't know what's that available to them and if you yeah if you think about the influence of circles I know some of my girlfriends they know how much I pay for coaching and they just look at me like that's good for you yeah. that's, that's not my ministry Kina well, right well, that's not my ministry <laughs> I love that yeah I got the same like you oh that's you yeah. invest it. I'm like, yeah, I've been working with her for a year. Whoa, you must be doing well. Mm, that doesn't mean that. It just means that I'm investing in myself. Money is, is um, energy. Mm-hmm. When you want to invest in something, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just say that. It, it's very true, right? Like, I I know when one of the coaches that I wanted to invest in was a business coach early on in my business. And I, I went to my mom and I was like, uh, excuse me. Can I have like an interest-free loan from you? Because <laughs> I was sold, I was sold on the results that I knew I was going to get. My mom was skept- a skeptic That's and a she good. was like, um, so you think she's going to help you <laughs> in your business? I was like, yeah, she is. <laughs> and, and really, <laughs> yes, <love> I had <laughs> to like turn down my mom's noise because I respect her opinion a lot. Right. right. And and oftentimes have leaned into like, let me filter decisions through her. Cause you know, mm-hmm. oh my God, you and me are the same. Go. Yeah. But, but <laughs> I had, I had to break away from that. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I ultimately knew the results that I was going for. I was also willing to fail. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I could gain something out of that failure. Mm-hmm. But I also knew that I was going to get what I came for because I was like determined mm-hmm. and I knew exactly what I wanted. And I knew she was the person to help me along. That's how I started this whole journey. My yeah. mama, my mama, I was like, can I get an interest-free loan? <laughs> like, what's, what's that for? She didn't even go too deep. She knew I was starting something and it wasn't a, a huge loan. It was a very small amount because I also I was afraid of asking for the actual amount, but I figured mm-hmm. it out and on my own, I came up with the rest and it mm-hmm. was awesome. So, but I, I started with my mom. So I'm blessed. There's no shame in asking for support. Yeah. Yeah, because it's in service of those results that you want. And I think that when I'm talking about like selling yourself on something that you want and not something that's necessarily materialistic, like a purse or whatever that is, right? But just like you were saying, like a mentor or a relationship with a coach and knowing like, no, I I know that this person can help me get results. Like, yes, I'm doing things like you even talked about, right? You listened to the webinar that I did for Show It. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's nuggets there and I have applied some of them, but how much more could I get out of the application because I get to be immersed and 
be helped and held accountable by this person that that is the expert. And it's tailored in that way, too, because then you get to know me, you know what I'm working on. It's not like I'm looking for it's like in, the, in YouTube. YouTube is the best university out there. If you want to learn something, no mm-hmm. excuses like you want to learn, go to YouTube. Right. Mm-hmm. But like you have to put the pieces together when you're on YouTube. When you're working directly with the person, that person put, is putting the pieces together for you. And it's like a whole timeline. This is what we're going to, this is the goal. This is what we're going to create. And here's like the finish line. And you don't have to worry about finding what you need. It's already created for you. I love investing. I'm learning a lot more now after working with you too about how I invest when mm-hmm. I'm working with a coach. But I feel like this past year I've been doing, I've been very intuitive about how I invest and I've I've developed trust in myself that even when I invest wrong, it's like, oh, I, I see that. All right. That's not, now I know I don't need that. There's no shame. I was shaming myself a lot through this journey. Like, oh my God, all this fail, 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 fail. And it's failing is what's important in this whole thing. Cause that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. But um, investing in myself has allowed me to trust myself. Mm-hmm. Like my relationship with Lida has been great because I, before I was like, like that I like always asking my mom right like because she knows best which she's older than me of course she's got more life experience but I wasn't practicing that muscle of trusting my own decisions and and just I'm telling you this past year has been great <laughs> loving on myself and like just uh trusting my decisions trusting my fi- finances like being able to make financial decisions that has been like mind like it's just shifted every relationship around me because of how I'm carrying myself yeah, tell us like going back to why we were also in this in, in this podcast. Tell us where yeah. you were when we first started working together. Like your thoughts about money. How did you feel? Like what was what was the truth of it? I don't know. That, that could open a whole can of worms. I don't what what specifically do you want to know? Like what what did you want to shift when you reached out to me? Like what made you seek out a coach? I want my business to grow. So photography. It's a luxury, could could be a luxury experience and mine is. And so I wasn't connecting to my worthiness on charging or like um, in requesting, like this is my pricing or just a lot of conversations. It could be because I'm a, I'm a brown Latina mm-hmm. asking for pricing that I've seen a Caucasian person as in this, like, it seems easy for them. I, I've been in conversations where they also feel, feel just like me, mm-hmm. but from this angle, it's like, but you could do it. I'm not supposed to. I get double the questioning. So just like stepping out of that mindset and just like understanding that I can totally create whatever I want to create and minimizing like that voice, like you said, and and then working working towards this. Is, I get shaky because it's such a like, ah, it's a big conversation for me. I was so enrolled in that conversation that I wasn't paying attention to my business, basically. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to shift my mindset. Like I, I was intentionally looking to shift my mindset around how it looks for me to grow my business this year and do it intentionally. Like what's my goal this year in my business? This is how much my business can make. Mm-hmm. What are the steps I need to make? Mm-hmm. As, aside of the whole, I want to, of course, I want to connect with all of my ladies that I work with and, and transform them through this experience, but I'm also running a business. How do I blend the two? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like greedy because it's this amount of money to work with me but the whole experience is supposed to be spiritual and like connecting. There's nothing wrong with one or the other. They both can live in the same universe. And that's what I've learned with you. Mm -hmm. What would you say has been like the biggest shift that you've experienced since we've been working together? (sighs) That I belong in the Mm -hmm. room with everybody. 
Mm-hmm. I remember in the beginning, I used to be like, oh my God, I can't believe she sent me a message. I can't believe people <laughs> wants to talk to me. And you're like, um, like, <laughs> like legally blonde, like it's hard. <laughs> like, like, it's really like you're Lyra. Of course they want to work with you. Like I get, you're not the only one. <laughs> There's people that are probably going to be listening to these that know me. And they're like, I don't know why you still think you don't belong in the day. You light up the room. Yeah. Understanding that I light up the room. <laughs> How has looking at your numbers supported you as a thought of like, I belong? I, I was going to say something now, like. I don't even think about that anymore because it's just happening, but that's a lie. Because the first time <laughs> that is, no, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, come on, like really like, because now it's normal for me to see the numbers I'm seeing mm-hmm. because quickly I got, I got in my power and I understand now how my business works, that the numbers make sense for the amount of work I'm doing. But like really when I, the first time I saw like, whoa, <laughs> I was like, I want to be so spiritual. I don't want to connect the two still. <laughs> It just showed me that I can. Like I was, I was literally crying before this call because I, I, there was something that happened in my business that abundance is happening, right? And and I, when I saw it on my computer, I just started crying. I broke down. I'm like, oh my god, this is I'm creating this. This is happening for me. Like, and then in the tears, it's like, but why not? Mm-hmm. I saw that I can be supported this way by my clients, and it's this conversation of I belong that keeps coming up. I don't know if I'm answering your question or if I went somewhere else. This is hard to answer. Like I can tell you what I see as your coach. Okay. And I think like the, the two themes that have come like back in every coaching conversations really does come back to this like worthiness mm-hmm. and love, self-love, mm-hmm. which is like where we started. And when I think about just maybe people's like concept of, of what a financial coach does. Like, yes, I, I present you with tools and we're going to talk about numbers, but I think we've also just done a lot of what you would call like life coaching as well, just to be like, Hey, why, why is it okay for you to charge this amount from a perspective of like, how is this actually loving? How are you worthy of this amount? What is the, what are the purpose of these numbers in your life? And being able to sit with also what it is that you create for women, right? Because we did so much work that I was like, can you tell me like how you support women and how you make women feel? Like, I know I was telling you about a client I know that's had like a boudoir photography session and she was telling me about like how liberating it is. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, do you know what your women are talking about? Like that transformation of them paying you, like, yes, it's an exchange of money, but they get to break down every belief that they've had about themselves and like think about the things that they would tell like their 20 year old self or their 30 year old self or whatever it was. And so like, yes, we were talking about numbers in the sense of like, here's how much you want to pay yourself and here's how, Mm -hmm. right. But like being able to support you and also saying like, this is my price and I don't need to look at my price in a way that like feels shameful or that I'm asking for someone for too much money because at the end of the day, I was also breaking things down. Like, listen, you charging for a studio, you charging for makeup, you can't come My home time. with five dollars. Yeah, no, that's like that's I was coming. I was coming home with five dollars. I'm like, how am I supporting myself? What's happening? And thank God for coexisting with my parents in the same house. You know, yeah. like <laughs> here's your experience. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I was filling up everybody's cup, but not mine. And mm-hmm. not that money is what's filling up my cup. It's 
just understanding that I'm providing an experience. And so I get to provide my own in creating this. And so it takes a lot of investment and time and um, effort and uh, and time again, time, because I do want to give my clients the most incredible experience from the beginning to the end. So that means I get to charge a little bit more because I'm only working with X amount of people a month and not like a hundred so that I can make my quota, which you help me figure out too. Cause it's like, okay, how many people are you working with? That's a lot of people. Maybe you get to do this and I'm like, ah, I don't want to, I'm going to lose my people. I don't, I want them to come and work with me. No, it's not about just come and work with light. It's like, what are they getting out of this experience? And, and I hear them and in the, in the uh, testimonials, they write, I can see that they had a great time, but literally like me sitting down and understanding that I'm creating this for mm-hmm. them that they're going to go to you and be like, oh my God, I felt liberated. I felt great. Like all these things. Like, I, I think I also shifted in the past two months working with you, two, three months we've been working together. I think mm-hmm. like just understanding that I, I, I'm doing, it's okay for me to say that. Like, it's not like, I'm like, if somebody hired me, that's my job. Of course, you're having a great experience. Like I'm creating that. No, it's like, I'm sitting with that. Mm-hmm. And getting to know me in that and also seeing how it's affecting me. And how I can continue to grow in that and learn from their experience. Everybody's story is different. Learning their stories, connecting to their stories. And the reason why I chose Boudoir is because I have my own journey that I want to like learn about myself too. And so I was starting to disconnect from why I was a Boudoir photographer. And now it's like, oh, wait, I want to learn from each of my clients. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I'm at right now in this moment, <laughs> learning and tweaking and nourishing them with the experience and nourishing myself at the same time and like that's just important to me right now like I feel so I have I started when I started working with you that's when I decided to focus solely on boudoir I was doing boudoir and street sessions and this and the other and a party and an event and like doing yeah you were you were all in the streets I was all all over the place (laughs) when you looked at my numbers you're like okay so where's this money from I don't know girl like I did session over there and and I did a thing over there but the mo like the, the money's not the same like because I charge this and like you know I don't want them to think and then the other is like because of hair and makeup and that's why it doesn't have hair and makeup no it was a hot disaster and, and so I really had to hone in what is it that I want to give the world mm-hmm. and how it looks and be consistent and in the, even in a branding sense like this is my brand. People will come in the studio and they know they're at Light on Mars Photography. Mm-hmm. They have the, these are the services that come with everything you do when you work with me. And I give it that care and that attention also to my business. It's not just the caring attention to you. If I'm not pouring on me, like it's going to reflect. You're going to come in and be like, what the hell raggedy shit is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> Not that anybody has had that experience because I work really hard at it, but then I feel raggedy inside because I don't have consistency. So now I do. Everything's good with the world. I mean, I've watched you elevate where you're like, (laughs) where you're a business owner, right? I think I oftentimes work with people and it's kind of like they have an expensive hobby. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, I want you to really think about how are you bringing money? How are you welcoming money into your business? Mm -hmm. What are you doing with that money consistently? So you can pay yourself, your business can feed itself. You can pay for taxes. You have money saved in your business. Like being able to have a revenue goal that makes sense because a dollar is not a dollar when you're in business for yourself. I will tell anyone who's like, Kina, I'm going to, I'm like, all right, how much did you make at your job? If you made $10,000 at your job, you're going to need to make at least $20,000 in your business. If you're trying to pay yourself $10,000 and so many business owners 
aren't looking at their numbers in that way um, and being able to recognize some of the shifts they need to have when it comes to managing their money, their mindset around money, their mindset around their pricing so that they can actually live, live in a way that like is in alignment with what, where they desire to be, but also like the value that they, they bring to the world. Agreed. I learned a lot because I was treating my business like my bank account. Mm-hmm. Like that's my bank account. So if there's $5,000 in there, that means I can transfer all of the $5,000 to my personal account. And thank you. Thank you, Lida Mars. <laughs> um, and then it's like, well, did you pay for the studio yet? Did you pay the hair and makeup? There goes the transfer right back into the business account because I got to pay. Oh, you know, it's a learning experience to mm-hmm. be in business, but I've learned tremendously how to, and it's felt so good to know like this is how much light I get paid and also that a lot that has allowed me to organize my personal life mm-hmm. and now they get to coexist both of them are are afloat because now I know what money's coming in mm-hmm. what money's going out why is it going out mm-hmm. do I and then when I spend extra which is <laughs> gonna happen are you okay with the fact that now you're like using extra money and that now it's gonna take you let's say it was gonna take me three months to pay off an old debt that I had. And now that I'm rebuilding, that's going to take me five because I decided like, you know, Mm -hmm. I I forgot that I was traveling somewhere and I was not accounting for that. Boom. So like even recognizing those things has been life-changing for me Mm -hmm. and mindset and trusting myself that I could do it. And when I can't, then I start readjusting and learning how to adjust and not shame myself for the overspending or the underspending or the not paying me enough, or I'm perfectly okay with what I'm getting paid right now like my business is paying me this amount and it's fine mm-hmm. I, I would look the, the goal is this and like just having that the respect I give my clients I'm giving it to myself and my business right now mm-hmm. this is what I feel and I'm loving it and I feel very empowered by it and yeah <laughs> <laughs> invest in yourself people invest in yourself <laughs> well you said what did, what did you one, I always tell clients, like, you're going to make your money back. Yeah. And that's like personal finances or business finances. Mm-hmm. But you shared with me in our coaching call this week, what, you've made like $10,000 in the last two, two months. months. And your averages before that were like 1500 maybe nothing. It was zero. One. It will fluctuate like this. It's like, okay, I don't, I don't need to. If you ask my friends, like, Lila, let's do this. Nope, not this month. Nope, not this month. And everybody thinks I'm rich. They're like, you're just being stingy you don't want to do nothing I'm like no is that I gotta really watch my money I can't I'm building something I can't figure this out yet like it's the beginning of a business I am doing it by myself I didn't ask for a loan all these things that traditional businesses do because I'm learning to see if I could do it by myself that's mm-hmm. number one maybe I do get to use support but let's see right now I don't need to which is great so <laughs> it was beautiful to see that in two months my business did and now I can that, that made me smile. Like now I can actually project mm-hmm. like at the end of the year, this is how it looks like, Oh shit, let's go. You know, like <laughs> serious. It's not an expensive hobby no more after three years. Let's go. You know, like <laughs> 2020 dances up in here, TikToking. <laughs> I'm really proud of myself for, for doing the work. What would you say like has, what like thoughts have attributed to you increasing your income these last two months there's a lot of a lot of a lot of everything a lot of celebrating but also a lot of what's that typical thing that happens to people when they're feeling fake imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. 
I don't deserve it. I'm not supposed to be doing that. Yeah, but see, we're talking about what has allowed you, right? In your and because brain. this is where I'm going, right? Yeah. So that's why I'm deflecting the question. That's, we're, doing the, we're still doing the work. We're not. I know. <laughs> we're going to press. We're going to press. Pause. 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 I want you to take, just take 30 seconds and take a deep breath. <sighs> and I want you to think about like, even just one, it doesn't even have to be a thought that's there all the time, but what's one thought that has allowed you, even if it dissipates at times, but what's allowed you to create money in the last 60 days? <laughs> Oh my God, what am I pretending not to know? <laughs> um, I'm trusting that the work that I do is changing someone. I mean, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. The work that I do is changing someone and that that drives me. And it's like, I, I'm doing good work and the world gets to experience my gift. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the only person who can stop me is me. And so I'm not going to do that to myself. So just being kind to myself has helped a lot and giving myself grace when I make a mistake in my business or if I don't know what I'm doing, requesting support. So being okay with requesting support, Mm -hmm. but definitely knowing, being clear that what I do changes Mm -hmm. a person. It shifts them. It creates a new possibility for them. And I'm blessed to be able to do something like that through my photography. So yeah. See, you had all the thoughts. (laughs) That's why we do the work. That's why we do the work all the time. We can get in our way heavy. (laughs) The noise gets really loud. (laughs) Oh, the noise is always, I mean, and the noise is there all the time. Mm -hmm. I think like that's where I find the power in coaching, even having my own coach where it's like, oh, okay, I needed, I needed her to say that. So I know I'm not crazy, right? (laughs) I needed, I needed that person to hold the mirror up for me and just like reaffirm a glimpse of possibility that I have seen, but like, she just helped me see it a little bit brighter because it's hard. And our brain practices failure, guilt, shame, thoughts about not being worthy like that. That's the most practiced region. I feel like that we live in, especially when things are uncomfortable and I think on a couple of podcasts, I've kind of talked about like self-concepts and I know even for myself, I can share that last year I made like, I don't know, I had like three consecutive five figure months that were like 25,000, 30,000, 25,000, whatever kind of months. And I could feel my entire body wanting to implode. (laughs) And it was like, What's crazy to me though, is right. Like it's something that I had been like journaling and doing thought work on and, and right. Like I knew exactly where I wanted to be financially, but the feeling of that success, like my body hadn't caught up to it entirely. And so I had to like sit in the having, and it was like, it's the hardest thing to explain, but I kind of felt like a snake, even though I've never been a snake, Um, but I felt like a snake. (laughs) that was like shedding its skin, right? Mm. Because there was like, I was actually really comfortable making like $10,000 months, $12,000 months. Like that felt very familiar. And a year prior to that, that was like the number in in terms of like where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And so I think for any business owners listening or not even just business owners, but people looking to make more money, like you're going to do the work and you're going to get there. and, And when you get there, it can be scary and allowing yourself to, to sit with, with having it and not going to sabotage yourself. Cause I think it's, 
very easy to start sabotaging yourself where you start to think like it's a fluke. I, I always equate it to walking on a, on a tightrope. Never done that either, but mm-hmm. I've seen it in movies, right? And you're supposed to look to the other side. And so if you're focused on and looking to the other side, you're going to make it. But like when you feel yourself start to like question whether or not it's true and you look down, like that's when things get wobbly. So for my clients as a coach, because I go through the same thing that they're going mm-hmm. through, right? It's like helping you, like, how do I help you keep your head up and allow you to see that you've created the reality that you wanted that's in front of you and being able to support you through that work. And then, and then like, that's, that's been the, th- the theme this week, because there have been a lot of growth in my business and personally and always. And I think I told you on the last call we had this and the call we had this week that we have, we have access to everything that we want. We do. We have, mm-hmm. we have access to it. What? So instead of requesting the specific thing, it's more like for me this week, what I learned is requesting the capacity to handle all the blessings or all the things around me. The capacity mm-hmm. for them to be in my realm and and sit there while I, you know, take my time dissecting it or like figuring it out. If I don't have the capacity to handle so much, so many things coming my way, I'm gonna feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So my new thing is requesting space for it, mm-hmm. making space for the things that are coming my way, the new things I'm learning, and also requesting space so that I can learn the new things. Mm-hmm. And because new things can also be overwhelming that space is important. You sit in there, you're like, okay, that's new. Let me breathe. I have space for it. It can, it can, it can be here with me and I'm gonna learn something from it, but the capacity to the capacity, the con expand my context so that all the things coming my way can hang out. And yeah. Be- cause, cause there's just, I mean, I think what I would stand for people here is that there's, when you're talking about capacity and, a, and allowance, right? Like when you're even in your money journey, It's like when you're going from the person who doesn't know numbers and like, now, you know, numbers and you're like questioning whether or not if that's true. And I think that actually learning to maintain your finances is the hardest part Mm -hmm. because it's not the mastery of it. The maintenance part of it is like the part where you got to like trust. And I think that's connecting to like, just you even talking about this capacity and allowance, right? Like, no, I have space for this. Everything's going to be okay. Like, Mm -hmm. this is just who I am. And welcoming in that like new shift and not running away and hiding from it because it feels unfamiliar. I think the thing that we have to recognize is that, that this space is just unfamiliar and that we can get comfortable here before we go to that next evolution or or space of growth. Yeah. And you can, if you don't, what I learned from me is that if I don't hang out in the, in the, in the present moment and, and enjoy the, what I'm learning I, how am I supposed to understand what's next? It's not going to come. And if it does, I'm going to be overwhelmed because my context is not, I'm, I didn't, it's like going from eighth grade to, to high school. Like mm-hmm. you can't go straight to ninth grade unless you're a genius. And I don't think they should do that to them either. Cause <laughs> you're still a child anyways, you know, it's like, let them go through the stuff, through the steps. I, I I'm learning to love every single step before I was like, you know, millennial style microwave. I wanted, I want to be rich now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I want the house now. I want to travel everywhere now, as opposed to this is where I'm at today. This is beautiful. Like mm-hmm. all the discomfort and all the it's like being it's like giving birth to a new you. And and it's every day. And also, like I wanted to point out, is we've been conditioned a certain way all our lives. Mm-hmm. Giving myself grace every day 
Mm-hmm. It's not easy either because I want to like be like I was just in a moment a moment ago like really hard on myself. <laughs> like I just want to be hard on myself every day and like crump like just cuddle or something myself and, and put myself in a cocoon. Uh, giving yourself grace every step of the way and calling a friend when you feel like you want to go and crawl and get into a cocoon. But you know, I it's love okay that. where you're at. It's okay where you're at right now. Exactly what that's what you're supposed to be. Learn something from it. Don't let it pass you by because. It'll be a disservice if you don't learn something from the present moment you're in. So, mm-hmm. well, is there anything that I should have asked you, but I didn't? No, I think we went real deep. <laughs> if, we can, <laughs> if we keep going, this is going to turn into one of our coaching calls, and I'm you're going to have to like do a lot of mindset stuff. <laughs> I'm really, I'm, I'm enjoying this. You're awesome. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, guys, I'm still working on myself, and it's you're great. doing, you're doing <laughs> a doing good job. <laughs> And like, I think I'm just underscore, I think that there's a lot of things like we don't recognize how many different areas like money really touches. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think self-worth is definitely one of the biggest areas that it touches. And so just being able to, you know, have the opportunity to work with someone that helps you untangle those stories and those beliefs that you have is a really great experience. And just thinking about like where you desire to be, what mark do you desire to leave in the world and being able to see yourself in a new way, especially like, I think one of the things I'm learning as I get older is like, there's no end to learning and just wanting to continue to be in that space. And so how do I put myself with people or in environments where I continue to get to experience growth? I just had an aha moment right now, as you said that. And is I was going to say it's, it's beautiful when you have somebody that's on the other side looking at you and can see the things that you don't see in yourself. And that's the biggest thing in my, like the biggest mission in my business is that I tell your story. Like I see who you are through my lens. Mm-hmm. I'm on the other side telling you how beautiful you are because you don't tell yourself every morning that you're beautiful. I'm going to take a photo and yeah. show you. You're taking my photo, Kina, every day for my finances. I didn't even put those two things together. <laughs> I'm so excited right now. I love it. <laughs> oh my God, this is so great. It's important to have someone that sees you for who you are and champions you, mm-hmm. celebrates you. So look for those people. If you don't have them in your life, make sure you always have someone who's doing that because, you know, it's dope. I these love moments it. happen. These moments. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, uh, Kina. <laughs> I love you too. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Money Files. I'll make sure too that we link your information. So if you're in New York City, go get your photos Ooh. taken. <laughs> Let's go. Thank you so much for listening to Money Files. If you're ready to take the next step to reach your financial goals, head to www.wealthofrenow.com backslash appointment and let's get started.